Blog Talk Radio. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online, and this is the TS Radio Network. We've got a good show for you tonight. John LeCron is joining me as co-host. We're going to be discussing uh, the efforts to pass a pass vaccine passport and what that means to you, why it is a violation of your right to be let alone by government and your right to travel freely. And... We saw today, where over the weekend in France, hundreds of thousands of people hit the streets protesting. And what they were protesting is Macron over there had originally about three months ago stated that uh, the health pass or pass sanitaire that will be mandatory in order to gain access to leisure and cultural venues with more than 50 people, including cinemas and museums. And from the beginning of August, it will be necessary to show your health pass to have coffee or eat lunch at a restaurant, even on an outdoor terrace, or to shop at a mall. Now, if you think for one minute that this is just some aberration over in France, you are sadly mistaken. What they're trying to do here, all of this division of how vaccinated people need to be afraid of unvaccinated people, Well, excuse me, if your vaccine works, what are you scared of? That doesn't even make sense. But what it turns out is those who have been vaccinated with what AstraZeneca has openly admitted isn't really a vaccine. It's uh, just look at it like um, an onboard operating system, like in your computer. Are you catching the drift? This isn't just an alteration of your DNA. It's an alteration of your own life and being this thing it gets in your body it spreads that's what the messenger rna is it spreads through your body just like a virus and once it's in there there's no getting it out now today also uh, a whistleblower came out of the cdc and said there have been more than forty-seven thousand deaths directly associated with this so-called vaccine and that they're underreporting everything and almost a half a million people injured, everything from, you know, mild adverse reactions to serious life-threatening. I don't know how stupid you have to be to let them use you as an experiment, but that is exactly what they're doing. Now, understand something. Because you volunteered for this experimental vaccine that isn't a vaccine, your insurance company does not have to cover any of the medical costs associated with illnesses or, you know, even death. They don't have to cover that. And because you volunteered, neither the state nor federal government have to cover your injuries or losses. 
Now, what part of this is an experiment, and you're a guinea pig, are you not getting? I, I know that this global reset is at the heart of everything, and basically what that amounts to is one government for everybody, but in the interim, they want rid of as much of us, everybody's, as they can. And this shot that they're giving people is going to do the job. It may not be immediately, but in the foreseeable future. I think we are going to see because this messenger RNA is also invading your brain. Now, get a clue here. Now, the other thing that concerns me is that it's transmissible. Um, I haven't run down yet just exactly how this is possible, but I do know there are doctors who are posting signs that if you have been vaccinated, you can't come to their clinic, particularly if they deal with pregnant women. And by the way, we are just under a 1,000 spontaneous abortions behind these shots. And this is what they'll admit. I don't know how many there must be. Now they're talking about coming out and approving for experimental use a vaccine on young children and pregnant women. This is a this is a global plan in action here. Whatever they are injecting into people is necessary. Everybody's got to have it in order for this plan to work. Um, everybody's got to have this virus in them. I, I just... I'm just at a loss for words, actually, why you would you would willingly let them inject you with something that is going to harm you and has harmed so many against a virus that they have never isolated or identified. And then to add insult to injury, come up and tell you there's a variant, the Delta variant. If you couldn't identify the original virus, how the heck are you identifying a variant? That's not possible. It is not possible. But we've been had. That's my position. Not just here in the States, but globally. We've been had. We were set up like lame ducks and picked off one country at a time. And nobody has yet to explain how this virus supposedly jumped to 182 countries in a week. How did that happen? And then you see up in Washington State when it showed up here in the States. It showed up in Washington State. It showed up in the upper Midwest, down in Houston, Texas, and close to Washington, D.C. Now, isn't that just miraculous? And in Washington State... It showed up in a nursing home. The problem was nobody had been out of the country or exposed to anybody who'd been out of the country. So how did this so-called virus get in there? And within two weeks, 36 people are dead. And they finally, after pressure came out and said, we've identified patient zero. But nobody said who patient zero was, what they had to do with the nursing home. I think patient zero was whoever walked in there and vaccinated everybody with whatever's in these shots. And by the way, this is a little aside. This nursing home isn't too far from the Gates plantation. So think about that. But there just there's too much going on. 
there's too many things that don't make sense. But it's getting down to like trying to force people and they're trying to frighten the public. Well, you have to have the vaccine or, or you have to have papers showing that you, you've had the vaccine or you can't go anywhere because that's not fair to the rest of us. Like I say, if you've had the vaccine, what are you worried about? If it works and you believe in it, what are you worried about? Why would you care if I'm not? I'm no threat to you. You, however, are a threat to me. And my personal thought is everybody who's been vaccinated needs to have a tattoo on their forehead so the rest of us know to stay away from that person with something we don't know what. But your right to travel freely without government interference. This is what we're getting down to here. Uh, what, you know, what rights do you have? And initially this was laid off to um, the right to travel between states and that, that kind of thing. But it's, it goes much further than that. <laughs> and it says, but this goes on into several cases where it says no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States. And basically that's what it gets down to, that you have the right to travel and you have a right to do so without anybody questioning you or demanding you show your papers. Gee, where have we seen that before? Uh, there, there's something wrong in all of this. As far as the Constitution goes, it has been taken so far down the toilet that if it ever did mean anything, it doesn't anymore. They have shredded it one piece at a time. Any protections you thought you had, one piece at a time. The only parts of the Constitution I can see actually applied to any of us was the Bill of Rights. And your right to due process, free speech, and all that. You see what they're doing with free speech. You know, I'm surprised John and I can stay on the air. Um, they're taking world-renowned doctors offline, deplatforming them. Frontline doctors that were fighting back against this, and they called it openly a hoax, uh, took them offline. They've threatened Dr. McCullough. They have gone after anybody and everybody that was saying anything other than what mainstream media was saying, was telling you. And they only tell you what they want you to know the way they want you to know it. This is just, it's gone too far. It's gone too far. Um, the attempts to disrupt our economy, even by saying when this initially started, that they had to close down the U.S. Mint because everybody had COVID. Oh, please. And so there was a coin shortage. And you couldn't go in a store unless you had exact change and use anything but a debit card. Or if you did use cash, they couldn't give you change. So you had to agree to donate that. Um, but all of this stuff, and I laughed at the time because there isn't a woman walking around with a purse who hasn't got at least one or two pounds of change floating around in there. People at home have been notorious for saving change. Um, especially pennies, things like that, but all kinds of change. They have change jars, you know, that they fill and all of this. There was more than enough change. And then coming about a month later, the U.S. Treasury says that they are sitting on a huge backup of coins, but nobody could get them. The banks couldn't get Nobody could get these coins, but it was an attempt then to disrupt what we know to be currency, to take it away from us and force us onto these cards. I use cash everywhere I go. 
without exception, I use cash. And um, I use it just because <laughs> I refuse. And you, what people need to understand about your debit card, it tells where you were, were what all you bought, and when you left. And that is reported to an agency within the NSA. Now, why do they give a damn? But everything is being tracked, and that's what they want to do here. If they can get you on a card, they can turn you on and shut you off at will. And if you think there's a virus, get your card and just stand around and wait, because they'll get to you. They'll get to you. But anyway, that's going to be what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, of course, I thought John was the perfect person to dig into this. John, how you doing? Good evening, Marty. I am doing spectacular, darling. You know, I was sitting there, I got an email from one of our mutual friends, today, uh, Stephen Roberts of Cancel the Cabal. You know, I've been a regular guest of his over there on uh, Cancel the Cabal show. He does it, it's an international show is what it is, but we also uh, uh-huh. share it over there on YouTube. Well, it seems that my uh-huh. October 6th one uh, was just a little too, shall we say, informative, if you will. And uh-huh. uh, they uh, deleted that video today. And uh, on top of that particular issue, gave my friend a strike there. So he's seven days time out. And, you know, I says, hey, oh. uh, send, me, send me a link to the uh, original audio. Because, again, you know, he's got the audio show for the actual international radio show. Uh-huh. And I sat down and started listening to it. I started listening to it, and I said to myself, you know what? It was only one or two minutes into it. I said, gee, I know exactly why they deleted it. And, you know, I listened to most of the rest of the show before I called in here today. And, boy, ladies and gentlemen, if you actually want to know what's going on, truth and all history and all this other stuff, me and Stephen were on the – I mean, we were literally on it. So if you all want to go to cancelthecabal.net, cancelthecabal.net, and that's uh, John Lacrone comes to the Tuesday, October 6, 2020, Cancel the Cabal show. Uh, The video, like I said, is now gone. It is off of YouTube, but you can still listen to the audio, and I'm here to tell you, you think tonight's little show is a blockbuster? Well, that one was too. (laughs) We called everybody out. CIA, FBI, NSA, everybody got a taste of it, including the Vatican and a few other scumbags. You know, but they called it hate speech is what they called us. But anyway, oh. yeah, we're gonna do some we're gonna do some hate speech tonight here on this show tonight. How do you like that, Mark? You know, oh, it's not okay. hate in the sense okay. it's not hate in the sense that we're gonna sit there and, you know, call for violence or any silly little thing like that. No. We're gonna do hate that they just hate the truth coming out, you know. They call it hate speech, you know. Yeah. Truth is uh, yeah. treason in an empire of lies. Well, Marty, I am here to tell you, you know, you and I have covered so much. Uh, remember now, they uh, shut us down the night before the election when we were sitting here talking about the, uh, you know, passport and all that stuff and tying it directly into yeah. the global reset. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> again, that was 14 minutes into the show, but uh, they can't. You know, they shut her down after like four or five minutes, and you can listen to me and her talk back and forth. And I got out as much information as I could on that show. It was the night before the election. They shut us down in real time. You're listening, yep. ladies and gentlemen, 
the information that will save your life. I don't know how to make it any clearer than that. I don't know how to make it any more objective than that, how to emphasize how important it is that you're listening to the show right now. I simply don't know how to do it other than to say what we're saying and talking about tonight will come to pass. Not perhaps, not maybe, not we're thinking about it. It has already for the most part, and the rest of it is coming. And again, folks, it's not because Marty and I are psychics. It's not because we got crystal balls. It's not because we read tea leaves or the universe just struck, you know, sent us this powerful spike down on our heads. No, ladies and gentlemen, we look at the what's going on. We look at what the people say they're going to do. And then when we watch them implement it, we're not surprised by it. So let's get into this. You know, we've talked about cryptocurrencies and the global economic reset, the 1988 uh, Economist magazine showed all the burning currencies of the world. And uh, the year 2018 was there. And, of course, the symbol was also there for the number 21, which is, of course, Gematria for the year 2021. And boom, gold medal around the uh, firebird's neck, all of it. Everything they tell us they're going to do, they project it out there. They've done it in movies. They've done it in television shows. They've done it in their um, different music. They've done it in the propaganda on the news. And their attitude is basically this. If the slaves can't figure this out with everything that we're giving them, they don't deserve to live. That's the truth of the matter. And we have explained how the marketing worked. You know, Monty, I saw the first post I did on the quote-unquote corona issue. I did it in March of 2020. And I basically said, folks, this is a PSYOP. It's got all the quote-unquote markings of being a psychological operation. And I didn't use the word trauma-based mind control at the time, but that's what it was because it was 24-7, 365. Oh, my goodness. We've got flattened the curve. We have to shut everything down for two weeks. Well, what did flatten the curve do? Again, we talked about it. Was it two weeks? No, it wasn't. Now, some of the states opened up on March 1st. But what happened – or uh, what was it? May 1st. But what happened between the times that they shut down the state in March – different states across the country in May 1. Again, we've explained this to you folks. It was called the season of sacrifice. It is a satanic holiday. And I don't give a rat's but if you people believe in Satan or don't, believe in God or don't, it doesn't matter. These people do this stuff based on these principles. They just out and out do it. There's always satanic sacrifices. There's always these things. And if they're worshiping a deity or whether they're not worshiping a deity, doesn't matter. What matters is their agenda has very little to do with your health and your life other than to make sure 
your health gets destroyed and your life gets terminated because you, ladies and gentlemen, have been turned into this thing. And you have become, according to them, a useless eater. You are a problem. You are a parasite. You are all the things that are wrong with this world, which is, of course, ridiculous in every sense of the word. Because the true problems, again, always come from government and always come from all these entities, corporations, and, of course, the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and God forbid we can't talk about the Vatican and the Jesuits and all of those people. But anyway, the tyranny was permitted. Who permitted it, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, you can sit there and you can point to the quote-unquote mainstream media. Yes, you can point to the cocaine importing agency or the NSA, all of these other entities that are out there, you can say, well, these government entities and these corporations, and they're the ones doing it. Um, The people are going along with it. So when you sit there and say it's their fault, I beg to differ, ladies and gentlemen. No, it's not their fault. Now, are they ones implementing it? Yes, they are. But it is our fault for going along with it. And I know many of our listeners tonight aren't following their agenda, okay? And I get that. And you're as frustrated as I am and Marty is, okay? I've had friends that have taken the injection over my literally wanting to cry at their feet, begging them not to. But in the end, they will make their choices. And the propaganda was too much. And of course, again, most of this is older people. And it was the same thing when my mother, back all those years ago, way before, you know, she's been dead for a lot of years now. But, you know, my mother's doctor said, hey, you need to get a flu vaccine shot. And I looked at my mother and I says, mom, I said, no. But the dog says, no. And and when it was all of a sudden done with, it wasn't much longer after that. She went to the hospital, and I have no idea what they do. But my mom went from somebody that was walking and talking with some medical issues to unable to speak two days later, three days later, and dead a day after that. Okay? And I don't know if she got injections. I don't know what happened to her. But in a nutshell, if you folks think that these fine doctors and nurses – that are just going along with the agenda are good people. I'm sorry, they're not. Now, are there good doctors and good nurses out there that are saying, whoa, time out, don't do this. I'm not going to go along with this. I'm not going to inject people. Yes, they are, and they're losing their jobs. They're refusing to get the injections themselves, and they're doing everything in their power to spread the message. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, they truly are being censored. But for every one of those, for every one of those, there are dozens and dozens of doctors and the nurses that are going along with the agenda. You really need to think about that the next time you think about going to the hospital for a little ache of pain. Now I realize we're kind of getting a little bit off track here, so let's get back on track. We're talking about identification, 
and I find that humorous. Now, all of you folks know that Marty and I were political anarchists. We don't have anything to do with voting for our slave masters anymore. Okay? We figured out the scam, and we said, we're done with it. But having said that, you have all of these people that are putting out all of this information and saying, okay, we need to have people have the right to vote however they do without identifications. We need to have people send in all these uh, voter cards and all this other crap. And they're fixing elections, and both political parties do it. Marty and I have both talked about it, so we're not going to go there. But the point is, when it comes to their political aims, they couldn't care less whether or not you have an identification. Did you just hear what I said? They don't care if you have identification to quote-unquote vote for your slave master. Now, what makes this different? Because just like Marty said, there is an agenda behind the agenda. Now, I've shared on my timeline on Facebook, dot 16 on Facebook, and you can see all this information. Some of it was a multitude of different covers of leading periodicals, none of them quote-unquote conspiracy theorist periodicals, all mainstream, Time Magazine, Newsweek, that kind of crap, all talking about genetic engineering in the early 2000s. Shocking, I know. We call that predictive programming in the truth movement. They're telling you what they're going to do long in advance of when they do it. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, they were frustrated with regards to the quote-unquote real ID. Well, guess what? They're going to get the real ID one way or another. How do you get a real ID? Oh, well, this is easy enough. Stop limiting people's choices unless they get the desired injections. Well, there's one way. Of course, you know, good luck with that little lottery ticket, that lottery ticket. People are dying, ladies and gentlemen, dying from it. And I'm not talking one or two. Oh, no. You go back to the beginning of the show and you listen to what Marty said. There are more and more and more people being murdered. Every single day by this garbage being produced by Big Pharma. In addition to that, you have far more that are busy being injured. Some of them in ways that they will never function in society again. Wake up call, ladies and gentlemen. Wake up call. Your world is being run by lunatics and psychopaths. And it is not in your best interest to go up to somebody who belongs in a loony bin lockup behind many locked doors and say, please, Master, I know you told me that uh, 
your goal is to reduce the population by 15%. Bill Gates admitted it. You can watch the video, ladies and gentlemen. It's still circulating out there. Two injections. You can still go out there and find all kinds of other nice little information to include the fact that in 2009, conspiracy theory, the television show with former Governor Jesse Ventura and Alex Jones, and by the way, I do think that Alex is a compromise now, but I'm here to tell you. They told you about it, too. They brought in a doctor from overseas, an American doctor, who didn't even want to go off of the airfield. She flew in to an American location, gave her little conversation about it's almost time for the great culling, according to one of the people that was one of her, quote-unquote, people that needed uh, her medical abilities. It's almost time for the great culling. So she inquired, well, what does that mean? And she was told, what do we call this, ladies and gentlemen? We call it predictive programming. More of the same. And all it took was 10 little years for everybody to forget about that show and everybody to buy into the lie. And even as Marty and I have been basically saying almost the whole stinking time on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, this is a big joke. This is a lie. This is propaganda. Don't fall for it. Most people do. I've talked about the fact that it will come to a point where your phone will determine how far you can leave from your location. You will be told if you can leave your little apartment, you can leave your street, you can leave your little community area by a mile, three miles, five miles, maybe 30, 50, or 100. Again, did you get that injection? Did you? And don't think that just because you got one of those fake cars that they're going to be able to not figure out that you haven't been injected. Nice video is circulating out there now showing a woman that in a flashlight goes right over her hand of her veins. We've talked about this. Marty and I have talked about it on this show. Part of that injection has a fluorescence to it when under the right kind of light. Ladies and gentlemen, the tyranny isn't coming in the future. It's here now. The society that you're living in is worse, worse than it was in Nazi Germany in 1944. Do you comprehend what I'm saying? Because they can track you every step of the way. Every step of the way. We've got cameras everywhere now. We have 
an endless supply of people with cameras on their cell phones, which is, again, relevant. Because even if the person isn't taking pictures of you, you never know when that camera is going to be doing its little thing. You don't know what your cell phone's doing. I've gone to great lengths to explain how I hate the cell phone I'm using right now. I hate it extensively. Because I know it's doing all kinds of things, tracking, sending information back, listening to me, even when all I'm doing is sleeping. Background noises of my young people, all of that kind of stuff. You think that's all that little cell phone it does? Huh? You don't realize, folks, that we've got videos out there showing, showing the injections in people are being picked up by people's Wi-Fi so they can see their heartbeat, their blood pressure, all kinds of really neat information that people will pay a small fortune for if they do things like writing insurance policies, you know, loans, all this kind of stuff. Not that banks loan anything, but again, this is not the subject of the show tonight. Everything in your world has changed. Just because it's not 100% obvious right now does not make it not so. Everything has changed. The global economic reset is about absolute control. It's about being able to control every part, everybody. There are multitude of X-Files episodes, again, predictive programming, that show people this. And if we forget all the things that they're doing because we forget about the television shows or the movies we watched or this, that, or the others that told us what was going to happen. What do they say? Those who forget their history are condemned to repeat it, even if it's not history. But you see, these people in their minds, these raving lunatics and psychopaths and mass murderers, they look at it this way. We're just giving the people a contract offer. They can say no whenever they want to, but hey, as long as they're going along with our agenda, <laughs> guess what? We're just all peachy and happy about it. Mm-hmm. Why the big push to make sure everybody gets it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's far more than just population control from a perspective of the blood clots that are killing people. And remember, just because somebody survived the first few days, weeks, or months after getting these injections doesn't mean that they're going to be surviving the next few years. But let's just say for the sake of argument that they actually do that. Let me go stomp on some more toes. 5G, you're not allowed to use those terms in Facebook, YouTube either. 5G. 
Well, it's just for faster internet access. It's for the new grid and people running around in cars that are, don't have drivers. And Yeah, that's the sales pitch. I know you don't have to make those sales pitches to me. I know what you've been told. Trust me, I get it. But Marty and I have also told you it's a weapon. Oh, John and Marty are not being very nice over there on Blog Talk Radio. Maybe it's time we uh, just shut them down. Of course, neither Marty and I have been injected. But let's say for the sake of argument that we had been. Go around you, ladies and gentlemen. How many 5G towers are you surrounded by in any given moment? You better look around and you better really ask that question. And they just decided at one point to say, you know what? It's time for John to have a heart attack. Yeah, he's in his mid-50s. Got about extra 15, 20 pounds around his midsection. Yeah, he works hard all day, actual physical labor. But, you know, we'll just say that uh, he wasn't healthy. Point to that. Give him a heart attack. Corner ain't going to be able to tell the difference. Trust me, he's not going to. And even if somehow he could, you think he's going to sit there and say, yeah, I think John was murdered. Seems to be that there's this blood clot right there that conveniently showed up with all this, uh, you know, little nanoparticles from the injections. Uh Uh-huh. No, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to do what most of doctors and most of nurses are doing right now. Keep their mouth shut, which makes them what? Party to a crime called murder. I just thought y'all might want to think about that just a little bit. But what is this real ID thing going to do? When is it going to be fully implemented? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming a lot sooner than you think it is. And again, Marty and I have talked about the fact that the Chinese are already doing it. Now, you do know that this administration has been sold out to the Chinese for far too many decades. Notice I said decades. Well, he's only been there a year, John. No, ladies and gentlemen, he's been in Washington for decades, including under the Obama administration, which had sold out to the Chinese. And what happened before that? Oh, we had the Bushes, which sold out to the Chinese. And don't even get me started on the Clinton administration. Oh, my word, did they sell out to the Chinese? Don't get me started there. They gave modern technology our best, our greatest, as a gift to the Chinese. And then all these other politicians signed off on all the quote-unquote Shipping of our jobs overseas to China. And Chinese says, well, we'll be happy to produce all your stuff, but you've got to give us all your little technical secrets. You've got to, you know, build modern factories over here and, you know, give us all your little technical details and all your little secrets. And guess what happened? If you folks think that the Americans can win a war against China... I'm here to tell you they can't. Why do I say that? Other than the fact that my father has been to China, 
multitudes of times and watched the transition from the 70s to the early 90s. Trust me, you watch the transition. They have the manufacturing capacity and they have the population. They don't need America anymore. Not needed for financing, not needed for anything. They have no use for us. All they have to do, ladies and gentlemen, is decide that it's all over, said and done with. And you do know we have Chinese troops in South America and Chinese troops in Canada. And I'm sure there's some Chinese troops stationed here in different parts of America. And we've done deals with the Chinese. And when I say we, I'm talking the traitors up in Washington, the District of Criminals, and some of the governors. It says, yeah, you can have 100 square miles. It's all yours, China. Turn it into an economic center. Do whatever you're going to do. Bring in your people. All that kind of stuff. Well, that's all fine and dandy. That's all good and well. Until those are the foundation points for strikes inside the country. And again, there was a uh, video that I've shared multitudes of times on my Facebook. It was on YouTube. It was still there a couple weeks ago because I shared it again. It's called The Chinese Professor. A grand total of one minute, ladies and gentlemen, The Chinese Professor. It may take you a few minutes to find it, but you'll find it. It's only one minute to watch it. Trust me. And it's a Chinese professor talking to a room full of kids. And they were laughing at the destruction of America. And that was the most honest, truthful video in one minute that I have seen in years. You think America has a manufacturing base? I'm telling you it's a joke. It's a joke. And what manufacturing we do have you realize a big chunk of those employees couldn't care less about their employer. I've heard horror story after horror story from people that are working in some of these factories. Man, you can't get anybody to do any actual work. They're sitting around playing on their cell phones, you know, collecting a pittance of a paycheck and just saying, okay, I'll try to look a little busy, but I'm not actually going to try to do much of anything today. And it's fine if it's one or two guys in a group of 100. But when it's almost everybody on there, then it becomes a problem. How can a business even survive if it's in the production mode of producing goods and services when its people won't do what's necessary to produce those goods and services? On top of that, don't get me started on government regulation, which is, of course, especially prevalent under the current administration, which loves extra government involvement in everything, your world has changed. It has been slow and incremental over Marty and my entire life. And it started accelerating at a much faster pace after the Kennedy murder. It accelerated even faster under the traitor Lyndon Baines Johnson. 
And we had Carter, Reagan, Bush Sr. Then we had the Clintons, Bush Jr. And all these other corporate CEOs of the United States Incorporated that sold out this country. They were told you will play along or else. And all they have to do is point at a little day in 1963 in a certain town in Texas. Uh-huh. Wake up. Smell the coffee, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end game that every one of us that have been analyzing this conspiracy our entire lives has been warning you about. You will not leave your area when they implement their global economic reset and their central bank digital currency. Why? Because your central bank digital currency may be good in your little town, but you try leaving 5, 10, 20, 50 miles outside of your town, it's not acceptable. Say something to offend them, guess what? That little pittance that they gave you, quote-unquote, keep you obedient and subservient, <clears throat> good luck with spending it, even in your no-goes. They will simply cut you off, ladies and gentlemen. I've told you it's a closed-loop system. Your corporate masters run the show. Wall Street is owned by the governments. Did you hear me say Wall Street is owned by the government. But I have shares in this stock and that stock. No, ladies and gentlemen, you don't. Quote, unquote, beneficiary. You own nothing. They can destroy whatever companies they want to destroy. They can bring up any company they want to bring up. I heard today was an interesting day on Wall Street. At one point, the Wall Street numbers down a thousand points. Guess it closed around 700 down this today. I don't know. I don't keep up with stocks and bonds because it's all a scam anyway. It's all a paper numbers game, and they can put the numbers wherever they want. They couldn't care less. It's just a big joke. Do realize that the Treasury now controls the Federal Reserve, right? They announced it sometime last year. Of course, it didn't get out much, but there's enough out there. You can verify that. So now what's going on? The government's producing these worthless bonds. Nobody's out there buying it, so... They're selling it in turn to the Federal Reserve, which is themselves, of course, and then buying it right back. You do realize this is called shell game, right? Your dollar is going to be inflated away to nothing. One day you're going to go and discover that your bank account isn't the same as it was the day before. 
you might have had a thousand dollars in there, quote unquote. Not that you actually do, because remember, when you make a deposit in a bank, it now becomes bank property, and you become a quote unquote. Uh, un, uh, let me see. I'll think about it in a minute. Anyway, they own your money. And, of course, they own the money anyway. What does it say on the top of it? Federal Reserve Note. It's their property, right? Right? That's what it says right on the paper. Federal Reserve Note. What is a note? It's a debt instrument. I've explained this. It's a negotiable debt instrument. They all have QCIP numbers on them. But, hey, y'all believe it's money if you want to. Because that's how they've got the scam to work for them for 107 years. Great for them. It's worked great for them. Of course, it's bankrupted countless men, women, businesses, destroyed many economies, destroyed countries, enslaved billions. And that's what the B. But no, y'all just keep on believing that there's reality to that fiction. No, ladies and gentlemen, they needed a scapegoat, and COVID is a wonderful scapegoat. All the problems came about because of COVID. Our economy was crashed and all of this other stuff. No, that was the excuse. That was just the excuse. COVID, Certificate of Vaccination Identification. 19 would be, of course, 2019. And again, when did COVID first get mentioned in Washington, the District of Criminals? No, it wasn't in 2020. No. In January of 2019, they started up with the bill that would give all of you 14th Amendment corporate debt slaves that pay your taxes every April the 15th your little $600 pittance. That bill was started in January of 2019, a full year before it became mainstream news. But y'all just keep on believing that this came out of somewhere. Well, hell, you got Fossey giving his little speech. Yep, this current administration is going to have an outbreak. Guaranteed it's going to happen. And, of course, you got Event 201. Again, if you folks aren't aware of Event 201, I'd highly encourage you to look into that. Mm-hmm. Oh, how convenient that it did. just went right along with that. Oh, and by the way, they just had another event here last week. <laughs> this one's shutting down the whole world, shutting down the grid. But y'all just keep on believing that you will continue to have your electricity and that things will continue to work just fine. And all your corporate owners love you and they would never do anything to harm you. Please take that shot. I created a meme the other day. Says, well, an awful lot of people are going to be earning their Darwin Awards this year and last year. They earned them. For those of you who don't know what a Darwin Award is, it's people figuring out how to kill themselves creatively. Well, I can't think of any other way other than creatively to sit there and inject your own self with the thing that's going to kill you. I really can't. Do it. 
I'm going to go out and get my shot because my master told me I needed to. And what did Marty tell you a minute ago? She told you in no uncertain terms, voluntary, voluntary. It's quote unquote emergency issue. And there's no liability to the companies that are producing this. Oh, and just a little aside there. Guess what? The stuff that messes with your DNA turns you into a cyborg. Well, newsflash for you. Now you're partially the property of these corporations. What? Uh-huh. Because you're not a man or a woman anymore. You're a thing. You're an operating system, just like Marty told you at the beginning of the show. And guess what? As an operating system, if they decide, well, you know what? Let's give John over there cancer today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's give him cancer. Let's get creative with it. Give him one of these rarer forms. Now, if it was a normal thing with the big C, well, guess what? They've been curing cancer since the 1930s, including all the deadly ones. But we don't want to talk about how the uh, cancer industry is a multi-billion dollar industry for the Big Pharma and all of the doctors. No, we don't want to talk about any of that. When a slight change in your diet and eating healthy and having a few of the right vitamins and minerals and changing the pH level of your body, all of a sudden solve all of those problems. Yeah, well, that's not very profitable for Big Pharma. Definitely not profitable for the doctors and nurses in that line of work. But it should be a big red flag when 97% of all doctors that were ever asked the question, would you do for yourself what you prescribe for your patients? And they said, oh, no. <laughs> and I think, by the way, for the record, ladies and gentlemen, the other 3% are lying. Just a thought. I mean, you know, can't imagine one or two people actually telling the truth, right? Mm-mm. If your business is to study something your entire life, Don't you think that you're going to get answers? I've been studying this conspiracy since I was six. I turned 53 in another few weeks. Actually, a week and a half, actually. And you think about that. 47 years of following an agenda. Following criminal cabal. Any of this stuff surprised me? No. Why? Again, a book that was written in the 1990. Came out in 1990. Quiet weapons, or silent weapons for quiet wars. Uh-huh. But we're supposed to be surprised by this now? Confused by this? I'm certainly not. Not confused in the slightest bit. Oh, my thinking has never been clearer. (laughs) Trust me, it has never been clearer. Because I realize what's at stake here. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the final inning of the game. And the opposing team is on the one line and looking to score the final victory round. But here's the thing that I keep reminding everybody. And I want to remind our listening audience here tonight, too. 
They wouldn't censor us if we were not being very effective in holding up the line against their lies and propaganda. But more importantly, and this is the critical thing, ladies and gentlemen, it's not Fauci, and it's not Bill Gates, and it's not the CIA, not the FBI, not the Vatican, not the Jesuits. None of them, none of them are the problem. The problem is us for going along with them. Do you want to change the outcome of this game? And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this game is life and death. Do you want to change the outcome? Get in the fight. Get in the fight. Well, people might call me a conspiracy theorist. I'll have my feelings hurt. Or maybe my channel will get banned on YouTube like John's. Maybe they'll take down my Facebook and I've got all my friends. And by the way, my Facebook was taken down for a couple hours last week. I was actually amazed they actually brought it back. And when I say taken down, I mean literally the whole page was gone. That was their warning to me that I've crossed the line once too many. Ladies and gentlemen, this is for everything. This is for everything. This is for your life. And if you're not willing to fight for your life, I can't help you. If you're not willing to fight for the lives of your young people, I cannot help you. Marty has given you a gift of information for years. For me, for Marty, many, many of her other guests, all of us have been telling you what's truly going on. What's really happening. And people are still clueless because, oh, I don't want to make my family upset with me. I don't want to get into fights with people. I don't want to be targeted by the crime syndicate. I don't want to be looked at as being a potential occupant of one of their FEMA camps. Ladies and gentlemen, you're already going to be there anyway. Just assume it. Assuming you survive this mass injection that they got planned. You think it's going to stop where it's at? The current administration has made it abundantly clear. Oh, we're not happy. None of the people have gotten the injection. So what are they talking about doing? And they're not just talking. They're going to do it. They're going to shut down the economy again. That's a guarantee. And as you've heard me and Marty talk again multiple times on this show, the first thing was fear. Oh, my goodness, I must go get the jab. And you had all these people that voluntarily ran to it the minute they announced it was out there. And then it started to slow down a little bit. And, oh, my goodness, we're short on these. You better come and get them while the coming and getting is good because we might run out. And, of course, everybody, you know, can't get there fast enough. Ladies and gentlemen, that salesmanship, come on now. I've been in retail my entire life. 
I'm here to tell you. The quickest way to convince somebody to buy something, I only have the one. doesn't matter. i got a 1,000 of them in the back room. I sell the one that's on the floor. I go back and get another one in the back room and bring it forward and tell everybody how this is the only one I got. It's a scarcity mindset. Ladies and gentlemen, you're living on a planet. There is no scarcity. There's no scarcity on this planet. But, but, but people are going hungry, and people don't have houses, and people are going and suffering under all these conditions of poverty. Yeah, caused and created by whom? Those same government and government agents that have been the problem, the same banking enterprises that have been the focus of our attention as the problem. Keep on believing that you're living in a world of scarcity. I can't drive down the road three miles without seeing all kinds of land. Man, walk in there, you sit there and you look around, there's all kinds of things to eat. Whether it's a critter on four legs, whether it's some plant life, whether it's some area you can clear and plant a few seeds, raise a few chickens in the backyard. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not just bringing this up to say that. I'm reminding you because you folks better be doing that. Again, Marty and I talked about this. The Hunger Games is real. The Hunger Games is real. You think that your refrigerators are going to be full and the stocks, the shelves are going to be stocked at the store, the grid down? Do you? Are you that naive? Look what happens in any given storm. They clear out the whole building in a matter of a few hours. Trucks don't run in an environment where we have a total grid-down scenario. Why? Gasoline won't be pumping. No manufacturing plant's going to be producing things or canning things. Not that you want to eat that garbage they masquerade as food anyway, but, you know, I get it if you do. I'm guilty as just as much. I sure try to eat kind of healthy. Driving down the road a couple of days ago, looked over to my side. Wow, somebody's selling vegetables on the side of the road that's not big government and isn't one of these mega corporations. On in there. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Great. Talking to real people now. It was interesting how the prices were so much better than I get at any of the fast food stores or grocery stores or anything else. And it was delicious. Cherry tomatoes, bell peppers, eggs fresh from the farm. And we're not talking about some friggin' building that's got a thousand chickens in a small square foot. No, we're talking about free-range chickens, healthy chickens, eating very good. By the way, the taste in chicken eggs is so very different when they're free-range versus the mass-produced stuff you get in most stores. But again, we don't want to talk about any of that. And I realize I'm getting off of the subject. We're supposed to be talking about a real ID, the right to travel, the right to go somewhere. Guess what? You want to know what America is going to look like in a couple of years? 
go and see what's happening over in China right now. You can watch videos on YouTube. They're out there. They're still there. Red light. Nope. Go home. Can't get on the public transportation today. Oh, you thought you had a car? No, you don't have a car anymore. Uh Uh-uh. Go home, and when it turns green, you let us know, and we may let you come out and go to work and do all this other stuff. Uh Uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, they're not telling you the people of Dine States, oh, we have a million new cases today again. <laughs> Remember, these doctors have an incentive to call every <clears throat> cough or anything else COVID. They have an incentive to do this financial. Why? Because then they get all this extra money. Can't say, well, he just got a small cough. He smokes too much. Oh, they can't do that. It's all COVID. We've talked about this. There was no flu in 2020. Somehow the flu just magically disappeared in 2020. It was the most amazing thing. It was like God came down and says, the flu is now gone. And then turned around and cursed us with this thing called COVID-19. Wake up call, people, please. The CDC has the patent on the quote-unquote COVID-19, and they bribed the patent office to get it. They bribed them because the information was already out there. And it's like Marty said, it's not what they tell you it is. It's not something that you can catch. It's part of your genetic makeup. And when you get quote-unquote six. That's your body reacting to the sickness of all the toxins that you've been ingesting for the last God knows how many years. Chemtrails, fluoride in the water, all the little medical particles that are coming down all over you. All the crappy air you're breathing. Injections you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. Like Marty says, they haven't identified the first one yet. And that's not really true, Marty. They have, except they're not going to sit there and show it to you because they've got a patent on it. And, yeah, Fauci is one of the big patent owners, as is Bill Gates. And, again, we've talked about all of this on this show. And any quote-unquote variant is another, it's just another way to convince people, oh, my God, I better go get it. When they say it's a Delta variant, oh, it just means the last three variants haven't scared enough people, so we got to move on to the new variant. Oh, and this one's especially prevalent. It's especially dangerous. Boy, where have we heard this song and dance before, huh? God knows, I've heard it again and again and again. And I was laughing the whole time it was happening in March of 2020. It's sad how people have forgotten how to use critical thinking skills and the ability to research. Doctors, nurses, professionals with real experience coming out and saying, No, this is fraud. This is bull. This is garbage. These are lies. 
including the creator of the PCR test, who conveniently died just before the quote-unquote outbreak. How convenient was that? And he was busy out there calling Fauci a liar for years. Years! Well, you can't have a guy calling the main dude uh, a liar. Can't have him doing that when they're doing the biggest scam ever. You think the uh, AIDS hoax was a big joke? Some of these other garbage stuff that the CDC produces? And remember, folks, the CDC is a vaccine company. Oh, and while we're on the subject of vaccine company, when the CDC got their patent on it, which they shouldn't have been able to because 99. Whatever was already out there in the public record, which is why they're in, you know, it was rejected anyway, and you're not really supposed to be able to patent um, genetics anyway. But you can patent if you, if you change it, by the way. Just a little hint for all of you people that have uh, already taken the genetic injection and they're changing, changing your DNA as we speak. Well, they hid the fact that they patented it. And yet three days later, Several of these companies that were vaccine companies magically had to test the test for it. Three days later, when they shouldn't have even been able to see the uh, quote-unquote fact that something had been patented. But hey, again, I'm just a conspiracy theorist. That came straight from a guy that was in the business of financing major projects. He was a medical doctor. Asked to look at it, what they were up to. And he pointed to all the patents. Yeah, and that patent goes to those patents over there, and those patents go over there, go to those patents over there. And again, we've talked about all this. Bill Gates has a patent to turn you all into a walking and talking cryptocurrency. Got all kinds of neat patents. Fake meat patent, he's got that too. He's been buying up real land that's been used for farming for generations. You think he's going to be out there on a tractor? Oh, no. No. That land is never going to be farmland while he's owning it again. Hunger Games, people. It's an agenda to get you to do whatever they say. And whether that what they tell you to do is get an ID, get an injection. It's all the same song and dance. Do what we say, and things will go back to normal. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, there is no normal other than the abnormal, which we are experiencing right now, and it will not be ending anytime soon. Back to you, Marty. Yeah, John, you talked about that real ID that uh, started back in the early 2000s. And we fought back, I say we, many of us across the country, against that for two years. And in 2003, they were so desperate to get this thing passed that they passed it actually in the middle of the night. And as of four years ago, 17 states were holding out. They wouldn't pass it into law in their state because they said it was a an abridgment of your rights to be let alone and to be tracked and all that. They wouldn't do it. Minnesota, where I was living at the time, and back in the early 2000s, the legislature had passed a, a law that said that they could not even talk about it, much less entertain any bills pertaining to it. 
that changed under Paul Lenning. And he was a Republican, by the way, in case somebody starts hunting the damn libs. Um, but just most recently, I stay on the HHS uh, or HDS mail service, you know, their notifications of what's going on. <clears throat> Real ID was supposed to have been effective as of our October 1st of this year. Everybody was to be in compliance with it. And you couldn't fly it on a plane and you couldn't enter a federal building without it. As of about a month, two months ago, they reported that less than 48% of the people that should have gotten one, could have gotten one, had gotten one. So they bumped the deadline back to May 3rd of 2023. And I thought at the time, what difference does it make? You're coming in with this COVID pass anyway. One way or another, they're going to get you. You are going to have to show some special ID to travel, which I I just don't I don't get it. The difference is with the COVID pass, of course, you're a walking dead man if you've taken that vaccine. It's just a matter of time, in my belief. And um, but real ID, whatever it was intended to do, was taking too long, and it was not producing what they had wanted it to produce, whatever that was. So they've strung this thing out. Now then, you talked about China, you know, being here in the country. We have 26 trade zones, free trade zones. And these are 26 zones where a foreign country, and like up in Idaho, it was China. They run their own operations. They have their own airport, their own transportation system, their own warehouses, their own manufacturing centers, their own living quarters. And they bring people in from their own countries that are maybe unemployable or there's no jobs, and they bring them into that free trade zone. And as long as they stay there for two years and don't get in any trouble, they get automatic U.S. citizenship after two years. And there's no taxes inside the trade zone. The only time anything is taxed is when it goes outside of the trade zone. And then, because they've had such a hard time, it's not taxed at the rate that American manufacturers would be taxed on the sale of product. The first time I ever encountered one of these was down in Kansas City, Missouri. And there's a large truck terminal down there. and it, it, Basically, there's trains, trucks, the whole nine yards. But up over the top of it, it looks like one of those uh, big Texas ranch signs with the big arc over the top of the gate. And it says, Sovereign, Tex- or, Sovereign Mexican Territory. And I looked at that, I thought, wait a minute, how could, that can't be. And, well, it is. And like I say, anywhere they go um, and set up these free trade zones, that's the way it is. And they only have to hire two to three American citizens to work in that free trade zone, and they all live tax-free. And I just, when I found out about that, I nearly croaked. You talked about 5G. 5G is a weapon. 2G was more than you could ever use, and it was the speed of it was regulated by the provider, not by what 5 or 2G could do. 5G is a weapon. Um, we know that. It, I want to something I don't hear people talk much about is Gwen, the Ground Weapons Emergency Network. I want you to think about that name, Ground Weapons. Emergency Network. Now, in the 60s, up to the 60s, 
there were only 16 of these across the country, east to west, north to south. Now, there are almost 400 of them. And you can identify these usually, unless they've changed what they're doing, but they look like golf balls cut in half, stuck on the side of these towers. That's a Gwen station. And then they said, well, we shut them all down and we sold the tower. No, you kept the top part of the tower where the weapons network was operational and you sold the bottom half of the tower like the AT&T or something, but you didn't really shut this thing down. And I want you to think about the name of this, Ground Weapons Emergency Network. The ground weapon. What would be a ground weapon? Hmm. I hate to even tender the thought. But this, there's been so much happen right in front of us, right under our noses. We've got senators and representatives now throwing in vague statements here and there about these you know, imaginary boundaries between the states. If it wasn't for these imaginary boundaries... Why do we, as you go back to the Obama administration, they set up these regional governors. And there are eight regions across the United States, encompassing each region encompasses several states. And you have one governor, a regional governor, who can override the governor of your state and implement anything they want to inside your state. And this regional governor overrides even your legislature. Nobody said a word. So much has happened. And John, you know, has been tracking this stuff all his life. I've been doing it a fair amount of time, but nothing like that. But we're cooked. We're done. Somebody just needs to poke us with a fork. Because this has gone too far. And what really just, you know, I brought up about the protests there in France. Do you know that the police, instead of tear gassing these hundreds of thousands of people like they were ordered to do, laid their shields down and joined the protest? We could only hope that our police would do that. These guys, it appears to be so trigger happy that, you know, it would just be like shooting ducks in a barrel. Um, People have asked me if I think our own military would turn on us. Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, I most certainly do. Do I think, you know, our local police departments, our our police departments, in my estimation, have turned on us. They used to be the heroes of the community. And now even small children are afraid of them for good reason. We, We have gone too far over the cliff. And I don't think there's any bringing us back. And I wonder, John, I truly wonder how many of us are going to survive this. And if we did, would we really have wanted to? Um, I I just, I'm scared for everybody. Uh, And then, you know, in the middle of all of this, it's going this attack on humanity, which is what I consider it. You've still got people fighting over Trump. Oh, the election was stolen. No, it wasn't. If the election meant anything, if your vote meant a damn thing, there would be a no confidence option on that ballot, but there isn't. It's either you vote for this loser or you vote for that loser, but either way, you're going to get a loser. You don't have the right to say, I'm not picking either one of these people. Neither one of them are worth the office. Um, Hold on here, John. We've got a 
caller online here. Area code 813, you're live and on the air. Hi, Marty. It's Michelle Young-Doers. Um, I don't know oh, if you hi, touched Michelle. on this. Hi, Marty. Um, and John, how are you? Just to be quickly, I know you're running out of time. If I'd ask all of your listeners to go back and watch the July 15th and the 16th press secretary um, from the White House, uh, and okay. if they want the condensed and if they want the condensed version, they can look up on YouTube um, Ben Shapiro. His show okay. from July 16th, July 16th, and okay. the and the headline for his show that little piece is like 10 minutes, 13 minutes. This should scare the hell out of everyone, and it's basically okay. um, it's uh, <laughs> Jen Psaki, the press secretary, saying that yeah. they have bumped up their research for disinformation and they're passing along what they find to Facebook for Facebook to rectify. That Mm -hmm. is where now they're, so, yes. So we now have the government colluding with a private organization to put out the information Mm -hmm. the White House wants. Okay, so I'll, um, I'll let you go to finish up your show. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. All right. Thank you, uh, Marty. Have a good evening. Mm-hmm. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Yeah, I had seen something on this too, John, um, where they're talking about uh, how they have to collect this misinformation and, and translated that means information's getting out of there that we never intended for you to have. So we're going to erase it wherever we find it. And that's exactly what I think Facebook's too. I think their days are numbered. People are so fed up with the censoring and uh, the notes that come up on there. Fact check on vaccines. Go here. No, I don't. I'm not interested in any place you're sending me. And <laughs> there's probably a little yeah, fact remember. there. Remember real quick, Marty, that um, Facebook was a DARPA program. Uh, and uh, it went live the day after the DARPA program ended. So, yeah, if you think wow. it was uh, some guy <laughs> that uh, just working on something and all of a sudden here it came out of nowhere, no, ladies and gentlemen. It was by design and it was yeah. created this way. Now, be aware, like yep. I said, they shut me down for several hours, and to be honest, I was amazed when they let me back on. But that was them giving me a warning. Ladies and gentlemen, know this. The truth has to be censored from their perspective. People like Marty and I, we will not be on these platforms forever. You know, that we'll find smaller platforms and, you know, but the Google search engines are going to do what they're going to do to prevent people from finding us. So, uh, you know, figure out how to network with your favorite people outside of these platforms. But know this, they censor us for a reason, but they do censor us because they cannot permit the knowledge to go out. I'm uh, not quite as pessimistic as Marty is. I think we can carry the day. Will it be an easy thing? Oh, no. Nothing will ever be easy like this. Will it be painful? Will there be a lot of trauma? Will a lot of people suffer for it? Will some people not make it? Most certainly. 
But that is, again, why Marty and I do this in the hopes to wake up people so that maybe, just maybe, we can stop this without a massive amount of bloodshed on our streets. I'm trying to prevent a civil war. Marty's trying to prevent a civil war. And the system is trying to implement it. Back to you, Marty. Yes. And it is, too, John. We've got about four minutes left here. I'm surprised we were able to stay on air, but we did. But, you know, this thing, go back to this huge protest in France. Also, England has experienced this, as I understand, Belgium and a few other countries. And here we sit. Here we sit like lumps on a log. One side saying, oh, you didn't get vaccinated, and, and, and now you're a danger to me. And the other side going, you got vaccinated, you're a danger to me. They have effectively split us. Religion apparently didn't do a good enough job. Politics apparently didn't do a good enough job. So now we'll bring it down to this. Each of you, each side declaring the other one a threat to the other's existence. I I don't know if you know I've said this so many times on different shows if they took all the effort energy money they put into trying to screw us as they you know if they put took all of that and did something positive with it you imagine the utopia we'd live in I mean it probably wouldn't be but it'd be you know much better than what we have all this time, effort, money, talent, resources of all kinds, for what? To try to figure out how to do away with as many of us as possible? To cheat us out of work and goods and everything, everything out of life? What, what's wrong? Why didn't, you, why didn't your thinking go to, what can I do that would positively impact civilization today? And if you've got this billions that like Bill Gates, I, I, my, this is my opinion. The man needs to be locked away from general society. He is a threat to every person on this earth. And by the way, Bill Gates and his children aren't getting vaccinated because they're allergic. Go figure. And his kids aren't vaccinated for anything. And he has bummed vaccinations all over the world, killed and crippled almost 500,000 kids in India. Last year, responsible for sterilizing half a million Kenyans, the children, teenagers. Yeah, no, pass on you, bud. I don't think you should. I, I wish they would just lock that man away. But anyway, John, thank you for coming on, as always, the education. I want to remind everybody, these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit. This will be this year on Zoom because of this fake virus. And we'll be on there on Friday, the 29th at noon, prime time. Thank you. Um, We'll have our panel discussion then. So I hope you can tune in if uh, you would like to be put on the list to get a access code for that. Let me know. I'll get one to you. Anyway, John, did you have anything you wanted to tap off here? Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, optimism, pressure on them. Tell as many of your friends as you can, even if they've gotten the injections. If they've only gotten one and haven't gotten the second, try to prevent them from getting the second one. More 
importantly than that, also start doing research into heavy metal poisoning. Look at the things that people can eat in order to get heavy metals out of the body. All right, it's not a coincidence that a lot of these people, uh, before this hoax issue even came out, we had all these doctors and all these professionals that were successfully bringing all of these people back from the brink who had been damaged by vaccine injections and were incapable of handling their own affairs. They were in op- they were all kinds of medically messed up. And yet these doctors and nurses were doing a wonderful job of getting rid of the autism and making them functional again. And it's not a coincidence that they magically seemed to die off pretty quick too before all this crap yeah. came to be. Folks, this is an agenda. All right. It's a multi-billion agenda. Goodbye, Marty. Bye. Good night, everyone, and thank you for tuning in, and we'll be back next week with another hot topic, Um, so stay tuned. Thanks for joining us, folks. Good night.